Do, 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 do. Hello, welcome to the Social Room Podcast. I'm Alec Ruman, your host, and today I'm finally going to explain something that I have probably touched on quite a few times in this podcast, but it's finally time to explain why we're stuck with the social media platforms that we have. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, pretty much everything that is already there is going to stay, and nothing is going to get in its way. That is uh, quite the thought. I mean, that's kind of why the EU and the Department of Justice are kind of going after Google right now, uh, trying to do some trust busting, allow for there to be uh, enough market share for new businesses to come up, to crop up, and to be successful uh, in a market that is generally dominated by absolutely massive social media titans. Uh, On the social media startup CIS.com cites a 90% failure rate for uh, for most of these websites and social media platforms. So basically, we're going to be going through uh, looking at a few case studies first and then explaining why they don't work. So again, let's move back to uh, what last year or two years late 2021. No, sorry, 2022 late 2022. Be Real has just exploded in popularity. I don't know if any of you had used that app, but it was sort of like um, Snapchat, but you were only prompted to take a photo once and post it immediately. It's supposed to be an app that incentivizes being, you know, being real, being authentic, uh, not having the chains of social media and, you know, editing your photos or... Uh, putting on a nice timeline on your Instagram page, it, it, get rid, it gets rid of all of that and only prompts you to take a photo at that second once per day and be real. Now, to my knowledge, uh, Be Real was a French social media startup company that had been going along for, I think, at least a year and a half before it completely exploded in popularity. Now, if any of you remember that whenever you would boot up the app, people... It, it was the, the UI was was poor. The user experience was bad. A lot of the time it would crash or things just wouldn't work or the translation wouldn't pop in correctly and French would just appear on your screen and you wouldn't be able to navigate. Um, now it is a fully fleshed out app there. Those bugs aren't really there. However, the user base has completely dropped off the face of the earth. I can count on my fingers the amount of people I know that still use Be Real, and I know the user count has hemorrhaged dramatically, and that is in a large part because um, TikTok kind of took its thunder with its like kind of copycat aesthetic that it brought onto the TikTok app that is literally just Be Real, but on TikTok, so you wouldn't even have to go to the different app. Um, and then, uh, you know, it, it just interest slowly dwindled and they weren't able to pivot fast enough perhaps the uh, platform itself and its entire goal was unsustainable for most users and it just became uninteresting Uh, now we look at threads which is kind of seeing a small resurgence at the moment but um, you know we could look at all the twitter killers i guess you could say where, you know, they're trying to capitalize on the fact that people think Elon Musk is mismanaging Twitter. People are leaving because of one thing or another, something that Elon Musk may have said, or uh, just the way that the uh, the verification system works. So Twitter killers are 
absolutely in market right now, but you look at threads. It launched to millions of users worldwide because it was included as a part of your Instagram account. People had a little bit of fun with it, but within a week, the users had dropped by 70%, uh, if not more. Uh, and threads shipped very bare bones. You've got, you've got X and it's got you know, you have hashtags, you're able to browse, you're able to, um, you know, run ads on it. If you're a business, you're able to, hell, trade cryptocurrency on Twitter, even though I think that's really stupid. It is a feature. Um, it The threads shipped with no ads manager, uh, no hashtag capability. Uh, you weren't able to browse trending topics. You were only able to search accounts. And whatever showed up on your timeline, whether it be really tailored for you or not, was basically all you could get. And so the opportunity for growth was low because you can't join a larger conversation with a hashtag. Um, and ads manager isn't there, so there's no really... A major incentive for businesses to come on and throw money towards it. And that's what we'll get into later. But money plays a very large factor into this. And Meta has all the money in the world. Don't get me wrong. But um, the, the platform itself needs advertiser dollars. So here we are. Threads just opened up to the EU. And there are more users on it. There are hashtags. But Ads Manager is still not on Threads. The user count is growing. Threads have been appearing as notifications on Instagram and Facebook, uh, generally with them being kind of controversial, which I may get into later. But again, this is another example of kind of a social media failure. Be Real was a startup uh, and failed. Meta created threads, and even though Meta is a multi-billion dollar publicly traded company, uh, threads still failed and is still not doing very well, and X is still doing better, which is something I didn't think was going to happen. So let's discuss uh, what's going on. So essentially, I've broken it down into four different parts of why. Um it's market saturation uh, and, you know, already established businesses already having the properties to hold an amount of users. Poor user experience, which is absolutely massive, and failure to scale uh, in regards to both the way things are there uh, on the app and also money. So first, let's get into market saturation and already established businesses. So... Silicon Valley obviously has a lot of tech startups and it's kind of a no-brainer at least it was in the early 2000s and 2010s to start creating uh you know your own social media platform. So let's think of all the dead ones. You've got MySpace, you've got uh Vine, you've got Yik Yak, um Doppler. Boy, there's so many more I could I could think of if I really started to to dive back and really think about it. But so many social media platforms have just killed over and died. And whether that be because they weren't, you know, sustainable enough with their business model or they just didn't have enough money. Um, but really, at the end of the day, these early adopters of social media, so Facebook uh, and Meta, 
you know, the Snap Corporation with Snapchat, uh, X, Reddit. These people have been in the game for so long and have been staples of the industry for so long that it's almost impossible to take them on on a, a user level. I will probably die before I see a major takeover of one of the main big apps like Meta, like Snapchat, like X, because there's so many people who already use it. It is an inconvenience to switch over to a new platform. And in many of the cases, uh, as I'll get to get to in a, in a minute, the user experience on many of those new apps are very poor. Um, that's because, you know, these companies have the established servers, have the, uh, have the capability of having large staffs, and they're able to iron out the bugs. And, you know, you go over to Threads or you go over to Blue Sky, and if they have too many users, the platform will literally just crash and not work. Um, however, you know, that X... I can maybe count on my fingers the amount of time something like that has happened. There was the uh, there was the buffer, like the rate limit thing where you just couldn't use Twitter for a little bit. But that's the only thing I can really think of. I've never thought of X just immediately crashing. Uh, it happens all the time with Reddit, but um, that's besides the point. Anyways, you go to these newer platforms, the user experience is poor because they've got less people to work on it. They can't iron out the bugs as fast they can't deliver features as fast. Their name isn't as large. And so, you know, you've already got an edge if you're a bigger, already established company because even if someone comes on the block with an innovative new way to connect uh, socially or be a good platform for businesses to advertise or be authentic on social media, you've got you can immediately take it, incorporate it into your strategy, and you're done. Like TikTok did with Be Real. They just incorporated the entire app of Be Real into TikTok, and now there is no reason to go over to the app that was functionally worse than TikTok. Um, and boom, there you go. So market saturation, already established businesses. Uh, I already touched a little bit on poor user experience, but... Again, you are a smaller corporation, and in many cases, if you're a startup, you, you're kind of just working with uh, venture capital dollars. You know, you might be a seed fund, uh, you might be a Series A company, you might even be close to um, a IPO, but still, you, you don't have the users and you don't have the amount of traffic to even get close to breaking even, and in many cases, these larger social media companies are absolutely in the red. They are not profitable in any way. Um, so you're operating only with cash to burn and very little to gain. Um, and so you're paying all of these people. You have a very small staff or marginally smaller staff than you know Twitter, Facebook, blah, 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 whatever. So you can't deliver the best product you possibly can. Um, and finally, failure to scale. As I mentioned before, uh, a lot of these companies are operating with uh, venture capital dollars. Um, the main way that businesses uh, who are social media startups are going to make their money, aside from getting loans from venture capital or just anywhere really, um, is through advertising. Advertising is the biggest way for a company to make any kind of money. It's why Google uh, 
makes so much money is because people want to advertise on Google search. People want to advertise on YouTube. People want to advertise, you know, on uh, the display ads that appear literally everywhere. Google is so large, and that's why the DOJ and the EU are going after Google. Um, but anyways, you can't scale if you don't have the money to do it. And if you don't have the money to do it, you have to, you know, kind of open that up to advertisers. So in the case of Be Real, um, you can't advertise on Be Real because it's about being authentic and user only. I don't even think there are ads on Be Real, um, to be completely honest with you. So how is Be Real making money? Are they selling memberships? Are they selling data? Probably, but. Even then, it's still not sustainable enough to support server costs, to support staff, and they will probably become insolvent within the next few years. With Threads, uh, you've got Meta, the so large, but they're focusing on uh, the Oculus. They're focusing on, um, oh, it's not even called Oculus, the Quest, sorry. Focusing on the Quest and the Metaverse. They're focusing on, uh, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all of their different platforms to sustain them because so many people use them. So probably they're going to be sending a lot less, you know, money towards supporting threads. Um, so threads has got to make its money sort of itself. Um, you can't, again, even with the biggest company in the world, it is not a good investment to keep hosting these servers to have a billion people, you know, going on and using bandwidth and sending stuff to your server to host it. It costs so much money. And you've got the people who are working on it. You have to incorporate Ads Manager to even support your business. Uh, functionally, financially, you need advertiser revenue. And I think that's also something that a lot of these dead social media platforms like Vine or Yik Yak weren't able to do where they need to make it in some way not just for users but also for uh, corporations to use because if the majority of your money to support your business and your business model is from uh, advertising and uh, marketing dollars from other businesses, you have to make it a reasonable investment for someone to throw money towards your company. So uh, X, you know, really attractive to go on and post and interact with your community um, in a more personable way than uh, perhaps it may be on Facebook or Instagram um, or even through ads, marketing, any of that. It's a way to, it's a conduit for a business to connect with its most loyal followers or to announce something, you know, it's, it's a good interactive speakeasy platform. And I think that's why Elon Musk was so drawn to it. But when it becomes less viable for a business to be on there, when Elon Musk is act, acting a fool or, um, the revenue split, you know, you don't have a very good return on ad spend, or perhaps the engagements are low. Or, you know, you just don't want to be there because you don't want your brand positioned near someone who is perhaps saying anti-Semitic remarks, which is something that's going on right now on X. You kind of leave and then you begin to hemorrhage money. And that's why, um, you know, the uh, the value of X has dropped by 75%. Um, you need to make it attractive to corporations and not just users. And I know, again, I'm very user first. 
I really want the experience to be great for the people who are using it and the audiences for businesses to, you know, advertise or market to. But you still have to make it a comfortable experience for businesses to be on it. Um, I think Meta does the best job of this, even though I'm not really the biggest fan of the business suite. Um, you know, rates to advertise are low. Uh, return on ad spend is generally pretty high for businesses on Meta platforms. Um, and you have to kind of use it if you're a business to consumer company. Uh, if you're business to business, you know, LinkedIn does a good job kind of taking care of you and allowing you to promote your business to other businesses or executives. You know, that's a great place and a great example. It is business first and the user experience on LinkedIn is pretty good. Uh, the prices are not, but at the same time, you kind of have to. Um, but this is what I'm, I'm saying is like, if you can't scale, if you have a poor user experience and the market share is already dominated by someone already there, um, you can't take over LinkedIn. You can't take over X. You can't take over Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, um, all of these different platforms. And, you know, you may be able to fill in a market gap um, like TikTok did. That was the only one, I think, that has gotten anywhere close to becoming something but they tiktok didn't dethrone anybody tiktok took over a relatively niche uh market through musically and filled in the gap where vine was and created short form vertical video content but again you can't dethrone tiktok now because youtube and instagram are now taking over reels and shorts so again, the market is already saturated. You've got businesses immediately uh, filling in the gap. And it's very hard, extremely hard to find something like that where you find a market gap and you're able to exploit it. And I'm pretty sure TikTok had a lot of money coming in from investors, uh, possibly from the Chinese government. Uh, those corporations over there are absolutely massive. They can sink as much money as they possibly want into creating a popular social media platform. But, you know, that's, that's really the only new platform I can think of that has succeeded in, in any possible way. Um, might think Discord, I guess, but that's more of like a, that's, I don't really think that's a social media platform. It's more of just like f taking over where Skype was. Um, but again, you know, users don't want to go somewhere else. They want to be on an app that they're already comfortable with, an app that runs well. And really, it is it is quite the ask to get someone to use a new platform and stay on it. Uh, and it's an even bigger ask to make it, uh, you know, friendly and viable for a corporation to pay you to advertise and use the product. So do I think anything is going to dethrone Twitter or X or Instagram? Um, a stark contrast to my first episode? Probably not. Um, in the case of Twitter, it has become so politicized to use the platform itself that I think now it is a, um, it is a partisan decision to use uh, X or uh, Blue Sky or 
threads. You are either conservative or liberal, depending on which one you choose. And there is no in-between. There is no gray area. Um, So in the case of Twitter, no. Uh, In the case of everything else, probably not. Uh, The way Facebook did MySpace... Well, in my opinion, will never happen again unless there is severe government intervention to kind of wrangle in these companies, uh, kind of impose restrictions on them and allow there to be a more breathable market for a smaller, um, a smaller startup to come in and kind of make their mark. But even then, you know, social media is not a profitable, uh, hosting a social media platform is not a profitable business unless you are so big. And even then, uh, I don't think Meta is profitable. I know X is not profitable. I know damn well Reddit is not profitable. And that's why they're looking for an IPO right now um, because they can no longer sustain themselves off of venture capital money. Um, So, no, social media, way too hard to break into. There are so many barriers. And what we have right now is what we have. And uh, I think we just have to deal with it because... That's the way it's going to be. Unless the government does something, then uh, I may have my foot in my mouth. But that's about it. Uh, That's why platforms don't crop up, why new platforms aren't viable, why you should just stick with the ones that you know. And that's about it. I hope you found this uh, at least informative. And I will see you guys next week. I appreciate you all. And peace out. Thanks for listening.